And we do not microdose without the sacred in here. So know that you're coming to be spiritually expanded. What's up, folks? Welcome to Stacks with Rax. I'm your host, Rax, intuitive life and business mentor, working deeply with the human behind the six-figure business. Tune in every Wednesday to hear me shoot the shit on life and business. All right, let's go. Hey, welcome back to Stacks with Rax. Today we have Taylor Elizabeth Lane, who is one of my favorite humans in the online space here today. And I'm literally staring at your face, just smiling right now. And it makes me smile so much. Oh my God, I just got tears in my eyes. Okay, that is so strange. But it's true. Taylor has been one of those people for me since the very beginning. She is amazing. I'm so happy she's here today. And just a bit of a background. Taylor is a microdosing guide and spiritual business mentor. and Oh my gosh, the renditions, the changes, the upgrades, the paradigm shifts that you've gone through in the years of your business are not only inspirational, but it's wild to see how much you've grown, even in the time I've known you and you've been around before that. So excited to have you here. We're going to dive into all things microdosing, business, entrepreneurship. And yeah, why don't you tell us a little bit more? I gave like the bare bones, but give us some background. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Oh my God, we started vibing a couple years ago. And yeah, we were both around before that in the online space. So we've seen each other go through the changes, the evolutions, the shifts in life and in business. So I'm so happy to be here today. Yeah, so a little bit of a background about me is that I really have had three shifts in my business that I would say were like major pivots. So I know people are always going through pivots and they're always following their heart. So maybe it's interesting to hear about that. So just briefly, I had a remote career coaching business. So I was traveling, I was working remotely for a company online. And so I was like digital nomad girly. And I would teach people how to find and land remote jobs online. And that gave people a lot of freedom. And it was really fulfilling for me for three years. And I had a membership model And then I had a passive course. And then I basically transitioned into coaching women in life and business because my business was very successful and I wanted to teach. I just got to the point of like, I'm teaching you how to get a J-O-B. That's not me right now. And maybe it'll be me later. Right now, I want everyone to have a business. That's what's lighting me up. So I really went with that. And for a couple of years, I did life and business mentorship for women who were running businesses. And then... Just recently, like in the last 18 months, I have stepped into guiding people on their microdosing journey, microdosing with mushrooms specifically. That's what I guide on. And it's for my entrepreneurs. And that's the weirdest niche ever. Like, I love it. Entrepreneurs who want to microdose because there are so many benefits when it comes to creativity and focus and really like lighting your body up with your full potential, motivation, and definitely your passion and purpose which is what makes me tick. It's what makes a lot of people in my world tick. And so it just made sense for me to go in that direction and offer more guidance on it because it is such a discreet thing. It's just getting legalized in a lot of places. Actually, when we're recording this, Colorado just legalized guided experiences and decriminalized all recreational use of psychedelics. So I'm very, very excited about that. And it's happening. It's going to sweep 
the country in the US and Canada for sure. And then it'll spread out from there. So it made sense for me to offer this because mushrooms have been such a guide in my life, both with deep dosing and microdosing. They've really helped me evolve along my path as far as my dharma, my passion and purpose, which is something I talk about a lot, but it really can't be overstated. Like it really cannot be mentioned enough in this conversation because for me, that's the heart of entrepreneurship. And since doing that, I have a day job right now. Wild. That's been wild for the last year. It's been really great. And then I do my business on the side and I'm also a co-coach for a email marketing course. And I love doing my co-coaching as well. So yeah, that's a little bit about me and, and where I'm at right now. Yay. Okay. That's actually the perfect segue to what I'm about to ask you. So We have a lot of new entrepreneurs listening, but there's also quite a lot of established coaches, mentors, healers that are listening in. And so I think we get to this place where, you know, you can get capped and you're like, what do I do next? Like, what's the next move? What feels right for me? And and passion, purpose, dharma all makes total sense with that. So I really want to know what was a huge turning point for you? When you reach that established area of your business that you were like, this isn't working or you know what, I want this to work more or better. What changed within you and around you? Because I know people would love to hear that if they're at the same place. Yeah, absolutely. So you're right. There is this feeling of being capped or being limited with where you are now. And there's two different things that can happen. Number one is that you can go for a pivot. You can go for a complete, like, this is what I need to do. This is what I have not been really honing in on. And this is a part of myself that really wants to express itself in the world. And so I'm going to do that, whether it's a new niche, a new offer, a new income stream, doing passive instead of live, doing live courses instead of passive, whatever it is, doing one-on-one instead of group, literally whatever it is. And those can be the pivots that really take you for the next couple years, let's say, really shifting your foundation completely. Then there are those moments where it's like, I just need a tweak. I just need to go back to what works. And if that makes me happy, but it's just not working in the external, I just need to finesse. I think that's the part that we shy away from the most, to be completely honest with you. It's like, well, I don't want to (laughs) finesse. I want to do that because if it's not working right now, we get a little bit like, well, it should be working. So my soul is saying that I need to ditch and pivot. And it's like, is that true? Or is the universe asking you to double down on what works, get rid of some of the other fluff and clutter that's distracting you from going all in on this thing and finessing and taking you through levels of yourself where you're sabotaging yourself and the things that you are definitely unconscious about in your daily habits and in the way that you treat your business or your career in general. So for me, it's always been those two things. And I think it is a really big toss up. How do you know? how do you know if you're supposed to pivot or if you're supposed to double down? Like I said to you before we recorded this, let's do an honesty hour. It is very hard to tell and you have to go with your own intuition. And I think for you and I, definitely, it's always been intuition runs the show. So like at the end of the day, whatever your gut is telling you that you cannot ignore, 100% go with that. And at the same time, I have looked back and I have seen myself do premature pivots or stop myself from fully leaning into something that could have been amazing because I wasn't willing to change. I wasn't willing to grow. And I was like, well, my feminine energy says I should flow the other way. And it's like, actually, 
it wasn't wrong because it led me to where I am today. And I'm going to keep doing things based on my intuition. And I'm going to keep figuring out, connecting the dots in hindsight, right? That's how this works. You go for it and you see if it was the right move or there really are no mistakes. You see if it lands you back or somewhere where you need to go through the growth and the change anyway. But when I look back and I see the things that I leaned out of instead of leaned into, I definitely see where I wasn't ready to change that aspect of myself yet. I wasn't ready to grow. I wasn't ready to mature in that aspect. Does that make sense? Yeah, that totally makes sense. And you know what? The hardest part is the knowing and when to do that, when to move back and when to kind of lean in forward. And I think it's like, how do you really ever know, right? It's just trial and error, especially, I don't know, if you're talking about human design, right? We got our line threes, it's trial and error, just doing it and then seeing and adjusting and micro movements and hopefully having somebody beside you that can help you along the way is totally invaluable. One thing you mentioned that I want to talk about, because this was something I said even before our call, you said self-sabotage. So was there a moment that you were like, holy moly, this is what the change is and this is what I'm doing? And was there aspects of self-sabotage involved that helped the change move along? Or what was that moment? What was it like? Yeah, for sure. It was less of a moment and more of like the last six months of my life. My external reality is so much different. And this might be a unique experience that nobody resonates with, but I'm going to guess that somebody's going to resonate with it. So I'm going to say it. And it might be something that someone really needs to hear as far as advice or inspiration. So the last six months, my life has been completely different externally, as in my day-to-day is so much easier than when I was fighting for ease. And if you go back in my Instagram world, and obviously, Rax, you know this, but if you are just listening to me today and you don't know who I am, if you go back in Instagram history, it's a universe of itself you'll see a lot of my queen bee stuff. And I talk about how to use your feminine energy and how to use your masculine energy. So I am number one proponent of your feminine energy gets to lead 100%. But there's a caveat to this. And that is when I was talking about feminine energy the most, I was the most dysregulated person. Dysregulated in my business, in my income, highs and lows, extremes highs and lows. and. As far as getting through the day without having to take a nap or just being behind on things like life admin, I mean, that is always a headache, but just literally doing tasks and me being like just avoidant tendencies of bank, like visa stuff, passport stuff, anything avoidant of like life admin, right? I was in the SOGS, yeah. So right now, I'm not even kidding you. I'm ahead of schedule on everything. I don't overload myself with tasks to do and I don't underload it. I have a day job. I have a co-coaching position and I run my business. I have never felt more ease in my productivity world in my day-to-day than I do now. And my life admin is like done, checked off. No more drama, no more mind drama. All of a sudden it hit me one day when I was like, what is this? What has changed? Because sometimes I thought, oh, I must be ovulating. Like I must be in a good week or something's flowing with the energy. But then month after month kept being my consistent experience of like, I got the hang of this. I literally have the hang of my life right now. Like what is happening? And I said to my partner, I can't figure it out. And he was like, well, a big change that I've seen in you is that you don't procrastinate anymore. It could be the littlest thing. Like you don't keep closing the dryer anymore. You just take them out and fold them you don't procrastinate on projects. I used to say like, I work best under pressure. 
And it's not that it wasn't true. It's just that I stopped putting myself in the position to be under pressure, to be under a deadline, to get something done. I started doing it ahead of time. So I had to reflect back. And what I found is that my masculine and feminine energy is actually the same channel. You don't even have to switch channels. We're on the same device and we're on the same channel. Consistency is flow. It's the same thing. There's no difference. Having enough energy and being consistent is literally ease. It's the same freaking thing. And I was like, wait a second. When I was fighting for my feminine energy to be like, she gets to lead, she gets to blah, blah, blah. I was sabotaging myself with that because it was a misunderstanding or a misunderstanding of what it feels like to be fully integrated and root for myself, show up for myself, do things for myself, really like have my back. <laughs> Literally have my back, not abandoned myself. And now we're talking about deep shit, like self-abandonment in your daily life. Like that's deep. And so it was like all of this integration work of these parts of myself that were unhealed and talking about like embrace your feminine when it was really like heal yourself, <laughs> heal it and stop living from this wounded place and instead live the ease that you're talking about by not being in constant conflict with yourself or sabotage war with yourself, you know? Mm. Yeah, totally. So when you're saying this sabotage war, I know it's really hard for you to be like, these are the things. It's going to be different for every single human being, but was microdosing a part of it? Tell me about how that transition actually came to be because it sounds massive and it sounds like a weight off. And that's what a lot of, especially established business owners, entrepreneurs, healers are looking for. Like, how do I do this in a way that is maximizing everything? Energy, productivity, my flow, my time, you know? Yeah. So two big things. Number one is being open to things and following where the resistance is telling you to close off. So I'll go into that in specifics. And then the other thing is to stop living from a wounded place and stop seeing the world from the perspective of your wounds. So yeah, being open. Literally a year ago, I had gone through the lowest income month after the highest income month in my business. And something inside of me said, I would be really open to a contract position right now. But it has to be 5K a month. It has to be not big brother, like making me clock in, clock out. It has to be something that I've done in the past. I don't want to apply. Kid you not, the job lands in my lap the next day. And I had had a conversation with myself like, well, that's impossible. But let me do some reach out, see if anybody has anything for me. And my friend was literally like, well, that's the job that I have now. That's the exact pay that I get per month. And I'm leaving and they want me to find a replacement. Would you replace me? And I was like, sure. That's amazing. So I literally signed the contract the next week. Now, obviously great manifestation story. But what it showed me on a deep level is that I was closed off to things that I didn't even know I was close to. And that opening to them was the magic wand. So... All the months leading up to right now, so for the past 12 months, that was the one trigger in my external reality where it clicked and I then committed to following my resistance and letting it show me where I'm closed off. So I had just gotten into a new relationship. So like January, February, March with my now fiance and you know, the beginnings of a relationship, that shit will test you. You'll be like, don't try to change who I am. I'm this. 
And if you're not ready to sign up for this, then you don't know what kind of woman I am. Then this is not going to work. And your partners usually do the same thing where they're like lying in the sand. This is who I am. And it takes a lot of patience with yourself to actually go through with that and not have that knee-jerk reaction of like, they're trying to change me. They're trying to make me be who I am not. Because they're not. They're actually a very conscious mirror to showing you what you're so closed off to. Like, I'm going to die on this hill because this is what I believe. It's there to show you that it's like a wall between you and your blessings. And it's time to come down. That wall needs to crumble. So he crumbled all my freaking walls. (laughs) And he actually helped me see that I had a big wall up about body positivity. Anything he said about anyone else, we were watching TV and he made a comment about someone's body. I'd be like, how dare you? That's disrespectful. That's disrespectful to me. And it's not necessarily that I would be the type of person to make comments about people's bodies. I don't think I'm ever going to be that person. But I was so triggered by his casual... And he was like, I'm not saying anything bad about them. I'm just an observant person. And I'm like, why don't you see people for their hearts? Why do you see their bodies? And he's like, are you unaware that you have a body? You do have one. So I started really reflecting on myself and I realized that I was denying that I have a physical body. I was trying to be a floating spirit. Your body doesn't matter. Like it was actually body avoidance, not body positivity. So although those walls really hurt to crumble, led me to my greatest opening the dam ever of blessings because I was inflamed. I was overweight. I didn't even know I had weight to lose. Talk about floating spirit being like, Ooh. and I'm not saying don't love yourself. I have always loved myself. I felt confident then. I feel confident now, but my physical health is so much better. I needed to lose the 17 pounds that I have. I needed to deflame. I needed to get a lot of processed food out of my life that was making me nap every day. I needed to break my addiction to caffeine. I drink decaf. I'm literally swirling my decaf slots everywhere right now. But it's those things that I saw as I'm getting triggered about this because this is deeply seated in who I am and it's right. And it's a belief that I have. But what a lot of the world this year has shown me, not just my relationship, but having this day job and also me building a house with my fiance, a lot of the external stuff has shown me you're ready to break down those walls because your resistance is showing you that you've built up something so big in your mind that is actually blocking you from your blessings. And if you could let it go, you could have all the blessings on the other side. This is not a hill you need to die on. Mm, That is so fascinating. And I feel like I'm also in a very similar phase with you. It's almost a redefining of your own paradigms. Yeah, it is. It's a restructuring of your old paradigms, right? Your old beliefs, the actual systems that hold them. Very similar thing for me. I thought I wasn't hustling. thought I wasn't grinding. I just thought that on equals success. On equals money. On equals clients. And so I didn't give myself space. Like you're talking about the napping and stuff. I don't nap, but we're both projectors. I need that rest time, right? And so the paradigm for me needed to crumble a little bit because I was just in this bitterness of like, if I'm not go, go, go all the time, People will not see me for who I am and for what I can give and what I'm here to do. And so that needed to crumble. It really needed to crumble by me straight up discontinuing, like discontinuing most things 
you know, I had a launch. I unlaunched that launch to prove to myself that I didn't need anything. All I needed was a motherfucking payment link, like I always say. And so it was like all of these little shifts that were deconstructing the way that I was doing things. And there's still so far to go in that direction, but it follows the same kind of opinion too, right? I had that opinion of like, oh, I'd never go back and get another job. But I just applied for a support coach position three days ago. I'm like, that sounds fabulous. I would love to be in somebody else's world. I would love to have that sense of continuity, that feeling of security and sureness and not having it to be all from my brain. I would love to help somebody else build something else while I have multiple other things coming in. You know what I mean? So I totally get you on the shifting of paradigms and like breaking down walls of what you think that you have to do. And also, yeah, when you've built it up so much in your mind, like I find it is a hill to die on, especially if you've been in this online space for so long. There's so much deconditioning that needs to happen once you learn. Because you build your skills up and then get to a place and then it's like, okay, now I actually have to unlearn everything. You got to learn it and then get rid of it. And that is such a trying process in itself. I know there's an integration into microdosing here and I'm sure you can find it, but I really want to talk about microdosing. So why don't you tell us a bit about how stability or change or dropping old paradigms could fit in with microdosing? Yeah, absolutely. And I mean... Everything you're hearing from me is because I microdosed for a year. Whether you're microdosing or you're macrodosing. And here's the thing is that some people are better off going on a deep journey once and then never touching mushrooms again for the next year. And your life is going to change in magical ways if you show up for the integration process and you don't need to microdose. This is why you should work with a guide because you should really explore what's best for you. But for me, microdosing for a year. So I did four rounds of two months on one month off. And it changed who I am on the inside so much that obviously I had to get everybody who wants to microdose to microdose because I'm like, you're missing out on you. Like there's a you in there that you don't even know exists. And it is, it's behind all your beliefs, all your hills to die on. There's this neutral you who will be revealed to you over time. You want to do one 90 day container of microdosing, go for it. I'm happy for you. I'm not going to tell you, you need to do another 90 days. But what I'm telling you is from my personal experience after a year, so all four seasons, baby, like shit is wild in your life. I am a different person and I am integrated and whole and neutral. And that's the biggest thing is when you're neutral and mushrooms, I mean, there's a scientific level and there's a spiritual level, right? So like on the scientific level, they're working in your brain. Psilocybin goes in your brain and helps you create new neural pathways. So you have new thought patterns in the brain. It's the simplest way I could put it for you. When you have new thoughts, you can have a new life. Literally, <laughs> like that's no secret, right? And then spiritually, what they do is they open your heart and they open you to new shifts in your own involvement and how you want to redefine your inner landscape. They open you to what you've been closed to, basically. And for some people, that's a lot. They're like, I want to be closed off. Please close that door. But it basically shifts your consciousness. So if we talk about expansion in business, this is why I always love when entrepreneurs are microdosing because I'm like, you need to expand your consciousness. You need to expand your mindset and expand your capacity, your nervous system, how much it can hold, how much 
amazing, juicy blessings you are feeling worthy of. And the mushrooms will show you if your inner child is saying that you're not worthy of it. The mushrooms will show you if you have shiny objects and so you're never going to hold that much. You're only going to hold a little bit, little bit, little bit because that's what you feel you can hold. That's what was happening to me. Shiny object syndrome isn't because you can't decide on one thing and go all in. It's because there's a little you inside that feels very, very sure that they're only deserving of little wins at a time. Never the steady big wins. And so that's why, for example, for me with this job, it's like my partner and I bought land and started building a house. And we've put all of our money into it. It's an investment property that we're going to live in for a couple of years. And it's been this insane journey of a consistent level of income coming in from that job and me feeling worthy of it and also letting it go right back out into this physical manifestation. And so much has clicked for me as far as that shiny object syndrome, not being just that I'm an Enneagram 7, not that I'm a Sagittarius. It's that Whatever is going on as a service level symptom in your business that you're always jumping from new offer to new offer, or you're always jumping from niche to niche or whatever it is, it's a deeply rooted belief system that needs to be deconstructed. It's that wall that needs to crumble down. And so with microdosing or any kind of mushroom medicine use, you're really going to be able to show up for what needs to break down in order for you to expand your definition of how the universe is going to work with you and how you're going to work with it. Yay. I just love microdosing. I can't wait to get back home to my bottle because (laughs) I'm not allowed in the country yet. But when I get there, that's a story for the next time. Tell me a bit about some of the more specific results that your clients have had, because I'm just so fascinated by it. And I know it works so differently for each person. So even just giving the listeners a few very specific examples of how you working with your clients in microdosing has literally impacted so much of their life and business. Yeah, absolutely. So one thing that happens that is usually consistent across the board is that people are making more content and their content is speaking to the right people. And they're coming alive on the screen. It's a transformation of like, all of a sudden they're fully expressing everything that they were having really limiting thoughts about saying out loud and acting in ways that they've always wanted to, obviously, but they felt like, is this too much? Or what are people going to think? Or am I enough in my business to show up in this way? Do I have enough success and testimonials behind me to even say this stuff? Do I have enough years in the business to say this stuff? Or am I going to get hate comments? Or is nobody going to look at this post? And why should I put the effort in anyway? All of those thoughts go away. And it's not that you won't have them once in a while. But what microdosing does is you're going to take it twice a week, three times a week, or four times a week. And on the off days, your brain is still going to be in a psychedelic state. So that's why it's so amazing. So when your brain is in this very flexible state, ruminating thoughts do not stand a chance. So where you would get stuck on one thought loop for a whole week and stop yourself from posting because you're like, but I've been away for a couple of days. So now I need to say something about why I was away. And then that whole loop, we've all been there. That literally stops you from posting for like seven more days. And then you're like, oh, and then you just get over it and you post, right? So imagine having that thought and then getting out of it in 10 minutes. Because it doesn't stand a chance because there are constant new neural pathways being connected. Roots A to B, A to Z, A to F. What could happen if we do this? What could happen if we do this? 
And you are getting a confidence boost, a self-esteem boost, a why not love myself? Why can't I be worthy as fuck? Like all of these more emotional effects of the mushroom are combining with the fact that you're ruminating thoughts that are limiting you. They just don't stand a chance. So people end up showing up more, showing up more vibrantly, really lighting up their world and the world of their audience. And one of my clients went from 2K to 8K to 15K to 22K followers on Instagram. And then she was like, oh yeah, and I finally hit 60K on TikTok. And I'm like, okay, no big deal. You're just blowing up and you're just mentioning it casually. And she's like, well, yeah, because obviously my content is fired. I'm like, oh, okay, snaps. Nice. So that has also happened with two of my other clients. Same thing, just blowing up and not because one video went viral, but because they're literally lighting up the screen with what they have to offer and they're not stopping themselves anymore. And another thing would be that people seem to all of a sudden be very aware of all the boxes they've been putting themselves in and all the ways they've been restricting themselves because of the industry, because of what their last coach told them. And I'm not saying that your last coach was wrong in any way, but you have to take what you hear and then go, what's the best for me? And then you get to decide what you want to do. And I think that it is what's holding a lot of people back is your lack of authority. Hey, I am the queen, put on the crown and run your business then and make creative decisions and do what you want to do. And I understand implementing strategy. So do what you want to do and then stick with it for sure. But don't be waiting for the winning strategies. You're the winning energy that you have to apply to any strategy that you pick. And we always say this, any strategy will work if you work it with your natural energy. So my clients are just like, oh yeah, I decided that I'm doing this. And you're probably going to yell at me because that wasn't the plan. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to yell at you because you are doing what you know is best. And as long as you stick with that decision and you show up for that decision, you don't fail on yourself it is going to work and it always works. And then they're like, yeah, so now I have one-on-one and group and I also have a passive course and all this stuff and it's all selling out and it's all very good. And I'm like, I'm not surprised because you were limiting yourself. Like I keep saying, you were closed off in ways that you are now open and you decided to let those walls crumble. And as long as you allow it and you show up for it in your microdosing practice, these are the kind of results that you can get. No matter where you're starting or how many followers you have, it literally doesn't matter. It's such a tool. And that's why I always say it's a tool for business expansion. Because for me, expansion happens in the mind and in the energy field and then flows to your business. Yes. Oh my gosh. So many points. I couldn't even keep track of all of the good ones there. You guys can't see me, but I'm snapping and dancing behind the scenes here every time she says something. Okay, the sovereignty, that's a huge one. I feel like the autonomy and the sovereignty, and it kind of goes with the deconditioning from the industry. It's like, let's take ourselves out of these boxes. And I'm really happy that that's something that we're talking about because it's a very common theme I'm seeing even amongst my clients in my field. It's like, Rack, should I do this? Should I do that? How do I do that? And it's not the right angle, right? We got to put the power back in your hands. We have to help you to see yourself and to make the decisions that you are empowered by and you can fully stand behind. And when you source that internal power and you have that sovereignty and the congruency in your mind, body, spirit, and your action, that's when things start to go. And so I remember one of my clients being like, Rex, I think I'm going to sign up for this strategy training. 
and it's funny because I help my clients a lot with strategy as well. But I'm like, girl, you can do what you want, but this is not the route for you specifically from what I know of you. Like make this decision based on for sure what you want to accomplish. But there's a season for focusing on those micro pieces. And then there's another one for zooming out and taking a look at how you can expand yourself, not just zoom back into fixing a perceived problem that you don't even have. It's like, let's expand you in this. And I think that's where microdosing really comes in is like, you always say, Tay, that it illuminates whatever is there. And I totally felt that on my journey. Like it illuminates whatever is there, but it's a process of what? Uncovering, discovering, dropping, falling away, re-implementing new things. It's kind of like a shedding and a rebirth constantly, all in one, over and over it. But to me, it feels like there's so much more trust, like a deepening of your own personal power and who you know yourself to be and how you experience your world, life, business from that place. That's what I get from microdosing. That's a very good definition. Write that down. (laughs) That's really good. (laughs) I think that we would love to think that the subconscious doesn't play such a big role in life and business and anything you want to accomplish, but it is what is going on around you. (laughs) It is that. And so when you're ingesting plant medicine on a almost daily basis, you are going to find out what's in your internal landscape. And it's going to show you how your external world is already a reflection of your internal landscape. But now you're going to get to have a conversation with it. Now you're going to get to feel it come alive. Okay, why do people say on psychedelics, on deep doses, that they have out-of-body experiences? Because it allows you to take a perspective that is removed from the ego self. So when you're microdosing, every time you dose and just a consistent perception that you'll get throughout the whole thing is that you can see things from a different angle. You can all of a sudden see how you've been holding yourself back. You can all of a sudden see how you've been now open to this new concept and that's what's gotten you a different result. And you can see how years past you did certain things. Like it will literally zoom out so far that you're like, oh, I could see when I was 11, I all of a sudden started believing this thing because of one experience. And now it's showing up in my life. It's out of body as in you get to look at yourself from a neutral perspective. I'll keep saying it from a neutral, removed, healthily detached perspective and go, oh, that's that. And I don't choose that anymore because now I have all these new neural connections that say, well, there's another path that you could take. There's another belief that you could hold. And I'll share with you this is that I had a very impactful sermon that I was listening to from a pastor. He was saying how basically there will be times in life. This is the way life goes. It's the school of life. Welcome. That it is guaranteed that you will be undervalued, devalued. Someone will say, I reject you. I don't want to buy your thing. I don't want to be with you romantically. You're not getting the job. You didn't make it into this university. That's definitely going to happen to you at least once. If it's only happened to you once, I want to know who you are because yeah, that's amazing. (laughs) It happens like every day. Rejection, right? This feeling that we take from those experiences then colors our whole perception of what we're allowed to do and what we could go for and what we could risk and what we could stick our necks out on the line for in all of our adult life. 
So he said, if you're still holding on to past experiences, you're collecting all these times that someone told you that you were not worthy of that, or that you weren't good enough, pretty enough, smart enough. They didn't want you for the job. You need more experience. You need more of this. You can't do that. If you're holding on to that, from what point of attraction do you think that you are living from? You have to let it go as a part of life. And you have to feel innately worthy. You have to walk around like, yeah, one time in eighth grade, somebody did that to me and it scarred me at the time because my brain wasn't fully developed. Then I healed it. I let it go as an adult. And I no longer look at myself as a person who experienced that and and was scarred by it. I'm not scarred because I healed it. So there's no reason to go forward in your business and keep thinking back to the last launch where you didn't hit your goal. It's literally guaranteed that you will not hit a goal at least once in entrepreneurship. Just get over it. Literally, it's not that deep. That's what Kirsten Roland says. It's not that deep. Please don't make it that deep. So if you're living from a wounded place where everything means something that maybe you're not good enough because you're still walking around carrying all this weight on your shoulders from times that you were rejected or undervalued, you are literally manifesting everything in your life from that place. And you could be a much more neutral participant in everything that happened and go, yeah, that happened to me. But what's happening now is X, Y, Z. And that's what I'm putting my energy into. I'm worthy whether or not someone rejected me in my first sales call or literally the sales call I was on yesterday. It doesn't mean anything about me or my program. It is literally an experience that I have experienced. And now with my emotional maturity and my wholeness and my integration, I'm going to walk forward on my entrepreneurial path and not be so emotionally attached to everything that happens to me. That is so good. It's not that deep. I love that. And you know, I talk about equilibrium with my clients a lot and unwavering energy. And the thing about unwavering energy, because you're reminding me of this, it kind of feels similar when you have unwavering energy, it doesn't mean in the classic sense of unwavering, never wavers, never falters, never moves. But it's simply that when you have unwavering energy, in my opinion, here's equilibrium, a line in the middle, and you dip, right? But you come back up. You dip and you come back up. You dip and you come back up. You dip and you come back up to equilibrium. And I feel like the more you can take the stance of neutrality as well, that can contribute to not only how you're seeing the thing when you're going into the dip, but also a way to come out of the dip and to remain more small waves versus huge, large, emotional roller coaster waves in your business, in your life. You know what I mean? I feel like neutrality, objectivity at times, totally, but that's unwavering to me, being able to come back to equilibrium. And so with microdosing, for me, I can't really speak to it fully yet because I haven't been able to immerse myself in more than one round to really reap the benefits. But I did notice a lot of changes that you're talking about. And so one, I'm going to be so surprised if all my listeners don't go run to your Instagram after this and be like, Kay Tay, I'm ready. Microdosing. Tell me how, what are we doing? <laughs> it's just that good. Tay's that good. It's that good. But yeah, so is that what you find? You find the neutrality comes way more now with the microdosing and after, like being in an integration period. Is that like a really major theme that you're witnessing? Yeah, yeah. And it's not that you don't get lit up by your work anymore. Because I feel like people avoid neutrality 
let me know if you also see this from your clients or from yourself. So it's like we avoid neutrality because it seems like a very apathetic place to be. Like we wouldn't care about much, but it's the opposite. It's that I care about my infinite existence more than any temporary experience. So I'm not going to collect any temporary experiences that dim my light. I'm just going to let them go the way they came. Like they're not mine. And that's obviously easy to say when you're going through a period of blessings. But what I want to say is that my blessings came when I fully started being like, I'm okay. I don't need to use my business to climb the emotional scale every day. If the only thing I can get excited about is when a client comes in, then I'm not an excited person about living and breathing. And I had to find the internal stability, the internal neutrality, the internal like, I'm okay. And temporary experiences can dip me up or down. But my default mode is now a much more neutral, loving loving and caring to myself existence. Whereas before it was very dependent on what was going on, right? So I don't think that it's a place where you're in total objectivity and you're like, well, I don't really care. You know, I'm not going to put my energy there. No, what it is, is I like that word equilibrium. And I like that word unwavering. It's this place inside of you that already exists that you need a little help tapping into. And that's okay. That's literally great. It's okay to ask for help. And what plant medicine and microdosing specifically is going to do is show you where you're not tapped into those places. For some people, it's a very tower feeling like the tarot card, the tower. It's like everything crumbles and what do you have left? And then they're going to support you building it back up again, for sure. And that's okay if that's your microdosing experience. Like everything is valid and the medicine is so unique to each person. But what it's going to show you is what your internal freedom castle feels like. It's going to be like, look at this room where that door has been shut, you know, since you were 10. I'm going to show you that you could just open it and you just need to let go of a lot of things that you thought you were. That is expansion. Like if you think about it, that is literally expansion on the inside. And then your life and your business is just going to follow suit for sure. That is so amazing. Yeah. Oh, it's so exciting. I feel like if you've never dabbled in this world or the education around microdosing or anything like that, definitely seek it out. Even if it piques your curiosity a little bit, go look at Taylor's page, go look at some of the peer-reviewed studies. I mean, peer-reviewed, we have a few, right? We don't have many yet, but it's moving. So, you know, go take a look at this because not only is it fascinating, it is totally the way the world is moving. This is the direction it's moving right now get ahead of it. Even if you see yourself or feel yourself in any of these experiences we've been sharing, try it. Not necessarily try it, try the plant, but try the experience of getting curious, Yeah, getting yourself into the world and seeing what it can do. Because I mean, I don't know about you guys, but a lot of people I work with, you know, we have mental health issues. We have a lot of other things going on. And of course, you know, we're not medical doctor. So consult your doctors and stuff like that as well before you do anything. But be open and curious to new ways of moving, especially if you're feeling certain heaviness in your business or certain heaviness around little processes in your life, or maybe experiences that keep popping up that are causing you to constantly, you know, two step forward, three step back. Yeah, I think it's invaluable. That's why I was so excited to have you on because I'm like, microdosing is going to be the way. And everyone needs to know about it. Everyone needs to try about it or at least get curious about it. So 
yeah, if there's anything else you want to share on that last piece of microdosing, otherwise, tell us how we can find you, what you have going on right now. Yeah, absolutely. So something that I do want to say is there's a lot of bro marketing going on in the psychedelic space of like, take your microdose and be more productive and be more creative and be more focused and you can launch that startup and you can launch that business and whatever you want to do with it, right? It's not that it's untrue. Like it's not that it's untrue at all, but just know that when you're coming to my page and you're coming into my world for guidance in microdosing or in business, the reason why we're doing this is because mushrooms come from the earth and mother earth is pure love. Mother Earth is purely abundant, is she not? Mother Earth is no matter if she's doing powerful storms or she's being tranquil and somebody's peaceful landscape that they're looking out into or whether they're feeding literally the universe with all of the fruits and the vegetables and the grains, no matter what she's doing, she's pure love and she's independently running, right? So when you're consuming magical plant medicine from the earth, you're getting more aligned with that energy, that neutrality. And I remember listening to the Aubrey Marcus podcast and he had been in an ayahuasca ceremony and he was reflecting on how mother earth must feel so bad that her children, us, are trashing her and really like putting her in danger, like serious danger from the way that the corporations are running this world into the ground, literally. And there was a voice that said, she doesn't have any ill feelings towards us. She loves us. She loves us. No matter what we do to her, she loves us. And she sees us as part of her fabric of the universe. And it's only that human nature would go, oh, she must hate us. She must wish that we weren't here. She must wish for an extinction event so that all the humans would go away. So my point is that When you're aligning with this kind of energy, this kind of only love exists energy, you are opening yourself to your own potential that you have in your heart and in your mind and in your spirit, right? And you're also able to integrate the human parts of yourself that deeply need to be integrated, you know? And so for me, it's a spiritual journey. Even though I'm teaching entrepreneurs how to microdose, we don't do it without the sacred. That's what I always say. We do not microdose without the sacred in here. So know that you're coming to be spiritually expanded, to expand your consciousness, to go on an inner journey, and that the external is going to reflect. People will ask me, should I microdose and then sit down for work and then I'm going to get a client? Or how do I take my dose and then write an amazing sales page? And I'm like, I don't blame you for thinking about it literally. I really don't. Again, it's not that you can't do that. Like my first weekend microdosing ever, I rebranded myself on Canva and I did amazing, amazing graphics. So I get you. (laughs) Like I get you. You can channel some amazing copy for your sales page and you can channel some amazing content that's going to convert, right? But that's not the point. The point is that that's going to happen when you expand over time. And there are daily benefits that you will see from microdosing, but the long-term benefits are what are really going to knock your socks off. So I just wanted to say that that's me in a nutshell, like what you're getting into by saying yes to this. I always talk about income wins. I always talk about when my clients sign new high ticket clients or when they blow up on TikTok. I don't shy away from that stuff. That's why I want you in here. But what I'm preparing you for is the process that you're going to go for is a very internal, internal process. 
So if you are an entrepreneur and you want to get started, you can join my course at any time, Microdosing for Entrepreneurs. It is not a group program. It is a watch once launch pad to your microdosing lifestyle. So you literally binge the content in like four hours. You learn what regimen you're going to do for your own journey and what intention you're going to set in your life and business. And then you will start microdosing by the next week. And you will have access to me in a Slack channel for question and answer, which is very important during your first couple of weeks when you're getting your dosage and you're getting your regimen dialed in. And it's the best place to be. Like you really want to join it. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that. I mean, the first part of what you shared, I think is really important to end off with because kind of goes with that whole mentality of quick fix. And it's like, this isn't just a surface level change. We're changing from deep places inside out. So yeah, I think it's really important that you mention that piece of it. So people know what they're getting into. They know that this is like a whole transformative thing. Like This is a lifestyle change. This is internal landscape change. This is not small potatoes, you know, like yes, there's a lot of landscaping going on internally. So good. And also I want to say too, with your microdosing for entrepreneurs, so crucial to have somebody there, you know, like you can go and binge all the content you want around microdosing guys totally. And I encourage it, but also if you're going to step into this realm Tay helped me a bunch. And this was even before microdosing for entrepreneurs. And I can't imagine if I didn't have that support because you get to dissect, you get to unveil what is going on with you. And so it's super valuable to have that. And I highly suggest going to check it out and having that support. If you're considering doing this process, don't do it alone. It's a new layer. It's a new level. It'll deepen and change your process. Totally. Yeah, absolutely. And you can binge a lot of info about microdosing on my Instagram. It's taylor.elizabethlane. Lane spelled like a street, L-A-N-E. And yeah, just reach out if you have any questions and I'll definitely encourage you to get inside the course. And like Rack said, the reason why I allowed Slack access to me, even though it's a passive course, is because I want to help you throughout your first couple of weeks. And then you'll get in your groove and you'll be vibing. <laughs> like you'll be vibing. You don't need me necessarily for a whole year of your life to like dissect what's going on. Like I'm all about that inner authority. So take what's coming up and run with it. But there definitely are those moments where you need to text in and say like, hey, is this normal? Like, should I be feeling that? Or hey, I noticed when I have a lighter breakfast, I feel like a little bit less grounded. Am I supposed to be eating a full breakfast? Am I supposed to take on an empty stomach? Everybody's going to have different protocols because it does affect everybody differently. And so, yeah, really, like Rex said, don't do it alone. Yeah, totally. Okay. Thank you, Tay. Love you so much. Thanks for coming. And guys, well, Taylor already said, but if you want to reach out, go to her Instagram page at taylor.elizabethlane and check out her content. Reach out to Taylor if you're interested in the program itself. And yeah, if you have any feedback on this podcast, feel free to leave us a note. Subscribe if you want to hear more juiciness every Wednesday. It's coming. And also still giving out, guys, 30-minute free intensives for anyone who gives five-star reviews with amazing comments. So feel free to do that. And if you do, send me a screenshot in my DMs at Cotrax and let's deep dive. Thanks for coming and have an amazing weekend. Thank you. Thank you.